0: Welcome to Lou Marx's Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lou Marx, bringing sanity and common sense back to America. Insanity reigns in America, it's fueled by Black Lives Matter. As now has become quite obvious, Black Lives Matter is nothing more than a political protection and an illegal extortion racket following a well-trodden path of agitating and shaming us and providing money and support, and even demeaning supplication and self-abuse. Black Lives Matter, the BLM, is a masterpiece of political marketing. It's a slogan with a campaign attached, linked to some pretty heavy racial ideology and propaganda. None of it can be criticized without appearing to oppose the idea that black lives do indeed matter. And you're called racist. Definitely a racist. If you say one bad word, you're a racist. Black Lives Matter is a classic and effective piece of rhetorical blackmail. Either get on board or you're a racist. That's the logic of it. A logic that's driven by fear. It's the perfect slogan as befitting the powerful alignment between the progressive liberal left democratic politics and the media and advertising industries across the Anglophone world. There's an immediate and powerful social block on even questioning this movement just from its name. Question the movement? You're labeled a racist, and you're subject to violence and worse. One of the great successes of the campaign is how it got... So many institutions in our society applying this block themselves, promoting the organization, and even punishing insiders and employees who publicly question or criticize any activities carried out under the Black Lives Matter branding. Say one bad word, you're fired. Or worse. It appears that institutional America has broadly accepted that political support for Black Lives Matter is compulsory. It's a must, seemingly without questioning it or be able to critically assess his goals. You can't even question it at all. He fired again. We see a largely voluntary gathering of non-state and state actors to push its slogans and talking points, using their public relation functions and broadcasting ability. This reflects a long-standing ritual in our society of giving way, It's progressive identity activists who present themselves and the groups they claim to represent as victims in need of special protection or favor. It seems that Black Lives Matter has created more victims and does nothing to support or protect victims. It's likely that very few people in institutional America have a clue what they are supporting when they back Black Lives Matter. However, as David Goodhart tweeted, if you check out the Black Lives Matter in the UK... GoFundMe page, which has raised a remarkable 775,000 pounds in just seven days. And the BLM manifesto, seemingly copied and pasted from previous far-left campaigns, from the past, from history, like Nazism and Communism, tells us, we're guided by a commitment to dismantle imperialism, capitalism, white supremacy, patriarchy, and the state structures that disproportionately harm black people in America and around the world. They don't seem to do anything to protect black people. It says it will spend the funds on political lobbying, but despite the millions, the tens of millions, and maybe hundreds of millions they've raised, nothing is accounted for. Developing and delivering healing practice in black communities, whatever that means, they haven't done anything with their money, and developing and delivering training, police monitoring and strategies for the abolition of police, What they actually mean is the total abolition of police. No more police. It also talks about wanting reparations of black people dealing with generational trauma and institutional racism. It's ridiculous. My family didn't own slaves. Most families didn't own slaves. Well, who were the families of slaves? It's drivel, but dangerous drivel, trying to stir up grievance Among their target groups and shame governments, shame businesses, and shame individuals into giving them and other activists money, a kind of political protection racket. It's extortion. It's a crime. It's a felony. I think our major institutions, and indeed many of us as individuals, let's be honest, give way to this sort of stuff because we are weak and what we really stand for is not easily condensed into a simple slogan like Black Lives Matter. Supporting progressive identity activism gives us a quick hit of that meaning and purpose we lack, making us appear in a positive light to those who dominate our public life and those who go along with this domination. I believe the Nazis did the same thing. The identity activists exploit us for all it's worth. They have nothing else. Superficially, this virtuous signaling makes life easier, while thinking for ourselves and going against the grain makes things harder. It's always harder to stand up for what's right. However, going along with it doesn't ultimately protect us, the demand keeps on coming. For Black Lives Matter is a campaign with no possible limits and no end in sight. It's going to continue until someone stands up, enough people stand up and stop it. They always want more and more and always have accusations of racism in their back pocket. to choose if you resist or don't give them more. Give them more. If you don't give them more, you're a racist. You lose your job, you lose your family, you lose everything you own. Repeatedly giving way to activists has led to the domination of our major institutions, in which many now hold gatekeeper positions and are increasingly moving into top jobs where they can direct money and power to their own groups away from others. This is the way it's going. We can see it in America with the New York Times and other media outlets, no longer true media, fake news. We can also see it in the BBC, in England, many of those presenters now openly propagate radical identity politics as well, seemingly not bothered by the damage they are doing to one of our country's greatest creations and its reputation for impartiality. As the Black Lives Matters demand more and more favoritism, normally, via the apparently harmless idea of representation, those taking on an activist role do immense damage to race relations may work for them personally in the short term, but it's a disaster for the cause they claim to be advocating for. This is going to go for the fake news media, too. They're going to collapse. After all, racial favoritism in the form of conventional white-on-black racism is what this movement is meant to be opposing. Favoritism is ultimately toxic for trust in organizations and society as a whole. By promoting more and more of it, to the extent that they and their cause Appear untouchable Black Lives Matter activists, their ignorant celebrity fans, and the weak and naive institutions that indulge them are creating the conditions for resentment to thrive. And thrive it is. Social Democrats must resist, resist this and patiently explain to people it's never going to happen what is going on whenever we get the chance and encourage people to think for themselves rather than be browbeaten by activists not only browbeaten, but people are physically beaten. Perhaps the saddest irony of Black Lives Matter is that its program, if implemented, would unite black and all other lives and the harm done to them. We're up against it, but that's all the more reason to try. Slavery is still rife in Africa. Black people are victims of terrorism and war in Africa, and gay people are thrown off tall buildings in the Middle East. People are prisoned in camps in China for thinking. Why are these atrocities not mentioned by Black Lives Matter? Why? Because it does not fit into the Marxist identity politics agenda that they use for destroying the culture of the West in America. They just want to destroy America. They don't care about black lives or anybody's lives. The problem is we're currently at a time when our government, institutions, and polite society is utterly in the thrall of Black Lives Matter. They're gushing over it you are ignorant. Failure to show support can get you in trouble. I mean, literally staying out of it can can actually be considered an offense. Actual criticism can get you fired, ostracized, or physically attacked, or even killed. This is a terrorist organization, and yet it continues. Somebody has to put their foot down. We have to put our foot down. Government won't put our foot down, and people have to put their foot down. In such a climate, how on earth do we apply that pressure? We're an entirely captured society. They are a minority, but they're the establishment now. This isn't an ordinary situation. Margaret Thatcher once said, you never compromise with violence, you never compromise with intimidation, you never compromise with those who want to use to extinguish freedom and democracy. Because if you do, then the very things which you stand for are extinguished. And she's right. These people, Black Lives Matter and other people, activists and terrorists, so-called activists that are actually terrorists, they won't go to countries like Korea and Russia because they couldn't get away with what they're getting away with here. They'd be shot, not with rubber bullets. We were easy pickings because we were bend over backwards to show we were not racist. They can attack the police and the police can't fight back. What happened to the police? The police are supposed to establish law and order. There are black people that are racist too. In fact, there's some form of racism in most cultures. We cannot have a lawless society. It is said that more black people are stopped and searched and more are arrested than white people. I believe there possibly is racism in some police, but not all. Instead of putting the numbers out there in graphs as comparison to white people, it may help if someone put a graph out there why they were guilty of a crime and there would be justification of the arrest. As much as I believe some racism still exists on both sides, this is America with Western ways and standards. And we don't believe that we should allow our country to be torn apart and changed because someone demands it or some organization, especially a racist, anarchist organization like Black Lives Matter. Perhaps we should start calling the race guard ourselves. They don't want us to fly our own flag. They don't want us to have our own national anthem. We speak English, but sometimes other uh, nationalities speak their own language, even when born here. We don't have a problem with that. But if our heritage is going to be stripped, then that can work both ways. I think, personally, we have come a long way in going about the slave trade. It was disgusting, but it was also hundreds of years ago. If we all start going back in time, there will be countries at war all over the world. So let's sit down and talk and compromise on both sides. Not all one-sided demands by Black Lives Matter. The majority of children in this country get the same education, black and white. If someone wants to do well, then attend school, put the work in, and that goes for everyone. But don't not attend school half the time, come out with nothing and demand a job way above your capability, and then when it's not given, say it's racism. The older generation of this country have good work ethics, black and white, but younger people want it all on a plate, both black and white, the millennium children. The slave trade argument is utterly absurd. Irish people were not slavers, for example, but Muslim slavers for hundreds of years attacked Ireland and kidnapped people. Should Irish people receive reparations and say Irish lives matter? Or Italian lives matter? Or German lives matter? Ridiculous. It's all irrelevant now. Germany was bombed almost out of existence after World War II, half its men dead, and yet was a superpower again in 20 years. So blaming a 150-year-old history for failure is preposterously stupid. Black Lives Matter started in America based on false premises of systemic racism, which there is no such thing here, and black people under attack from racist white people. Here's some reality based on undisputed FBI and ONS statistics. Black people commit violent crimes at five times the rate of white people. In race on race crimes, more than 90% are black on white. Police officers are 18 and a half times more likely to be killed by a black person than a black person is by police officers. Black people are overrepresented in real race hate crimes where race is the factor in the rape violence, etc., against other races and whites are underrepresented. Approximately 0.015% of killings of black people is by the police. Incredibly small number, the the killings of police by blacks is much, much, much higher. And consider the enormous amount of violence coming from black people. It's not a surprise that a few die unnecessarily, horrendously, and unfortunately, but it happens. The cops are having millions of interactions with black people. Millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions. Because there's so much crime, and occasionally it goes wrong when things get violent. But the majority... 99.9% are fine. Black Lives Matter doesn't care about black people under the surface. If they did, they would have been more worried about David Dorn, the 75-year-old former police officer who was murdered during the riots, and all the other black people killed in the riots, and the young children as young as 3 years old, 5 years old, 7 years old, 15 years old. They don't care about the 99.99% of blacks killed who were not killed by police officers. They didn't care that over the weekend George Floyd's tragic death, about 19 black people were killed in Chicago alone, in one city, one weekend. They don't care that 70% of black homes are fatherless. They don't care about the abortion rate in black communities. They don't care unless they can pin it on a white person. And people are sick of this nonsense. America is sick of it. The majority percentage is sick and it's dangerous and they should be sick of it. Black Lives Matters gains support from naive people with disingenuous use of statistics and often outright lies like the mainstream media, like Don Lemon of CNN, like Como, like all the rest of them. Black Lives Matter keeps talking about race, which we have stopped doing years ago. But it makes money for grifters and fuels anti-Western narrators. However, if they want to talk about race, It's all people who should feel disgruntled. I would hope by now that it's clear to everyone that the protesting, rioting, looting, vandalism, and anarchy, and murders that has gripped this nation has nothing to do with justice for George Floyd. Nothing, absolutely nothing. It's over, it's done with. Black Lives Matter doesn't care. It has nothing to do with it anymore, the destruction of statues, the desecration of American monuments, the tearing down of the history of America, it doesn't have anything to do with ending racism, nothing. Actually, it's the complete opposite. It Has everything to do with promoting racism, it promotes division, promotes racism. But this time, it is racism against white people. It's You have to apologize for being white. You have to be sorry. You have to make amends for being born white. No, I can't help how I was born. Black people can't help how they were born. Should they be? Should black people be ashamed and apologize for being born black? They should be proud. Everyone should be proud and happy and accept the way they were born and make the best of it. It's about the false narrative that white people are evil and must be punished for the crime of being born white. It's no one's fault. And you have German people should be punished for being born German and so on. Like the Nazis, Black Lives Matter and Antifa are attempting to take over a country through violence, intimidation, and fear. They want to erase our history, disrupt our way of life, and then control our future. And unfortunately, as of today, we are allowing them to do exactly that.